from the headquarters of Sookie and Ding in Brooklyn, New York. The one and only Ding has walked into our studio at JM in the AM. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. I would assume you had some encounters with uh, Chazen David Werdiger, right? I would guess you've probably met him a million times during the years, right? Many, many. A and real he, legend, right? A real legend. I mean, we're talking you about... You know, which, which memory brings back... The Go ahead. The ninth... I don't know. You, when was the first year you went to Camp Corina? Uh, 75. Ah. So in the end of the 60s, he broke out color war. How? He, he was... He was... It was unbelievable. He was... <laughs> they... The the idea came up from even before camp started, and they decided that which is true that they were making a camp record. Camp right. Corina, yeah, sure, I remember that. Right, record, yeah. right, with the Hine Lanham right. and so. And starting from the first day of camp, they said they announced that they're making the album, and that they said that according to the law, that since it says Camp Corino on it, that the whole camp has to go ahead and sing one song. <laughs> and they kept practicing the first week of camp, second week of camp. It was a song actually composed by... Double Werdiger. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And finally it came to that day, and they, and, and they were like so strict, and the Schlemmer, my client, was, you know, <laughs> remember those days? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And they all got into the dining room, and they brought in some equipment, which obviously I didn't know at that time. I was a little kid. It was all fake, you know. And and, and David Werdiger's, uh, from his uh, pianist, uh, uh, Goldstein, I don't know, musical director, right. he came in, and they had a, a piano set up, and, 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 and they started, okay, be quiet, and you had to be quiet. And then they started to, uh, the whole camp started to sing, and then David Werdiger had his solo, and he starts singing, and like, Within like 10 seconds, all of a sudden, the musical conductor slams down the piano. He goes, you don't know how to sing, you know. The traditional color fight. <laughs> right, the breakout right. fight. <laughs> but it, it was at that, at that time, like we were practicing this for like. Right. So it was real, you know. And like, you were I a regular was, uh, camper? I was a little kid. I was like, what was it, eight, nine? Oh, wow. so, yeah. But I remember it. I remember it like, you know. Like it was yesterday, as they said. And he did a great job, right? <laughs> Boy, unbelievable. So the uh, legend passed on yesterday. And, of course, our condolences to the entire Werdiger family. J.M. and the A.M. on this Thursday at 12 minutes before 8 o'clock. Ding, as usual, has a very, very busy Cholomoid Pesach. We'll talk about that in a minute. Well, not that busy. The Yankees are on the road. Who are the Yankees? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, you all, you didn't I give up? You them? always <laughs> panic. You always panic when they start out weak. You always panic. Thing. Although between me and you, I don't like this team at all. But whatever. That's for another day, I guess. I just don't like the manager. I also don't like the manager. I That's always funny. said that for years. Everyone right? I speak to loves this guy Girardi, and I can't take him. I, for That's years, so I'm funny. It. Right. You and I agree on this. On one thing, we finally agree. Okay, <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> nice seeing you, sir. <laughs> You actually said it was time to release a CD entitled Pesach with Uncle Moishi? Mm -hmm. You didn't pass over the opportunity uh. <laughs> to have a Passover with Uncle Moishi? Unbelievable. By the way, I have to question what you wrote in the paper. i got to question this. Yes. You put an announcement in the paper that says, Make Pesach Cleaning Fun. Right. I thought you would write, Clean yeah. Up with Uncle Moishi. Uh, Come on, no, I, I want to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Dig is looking to clean up. <laughs> Are there original songs on this, yes or no? Uh, you mean like brand new songs? Yeah, is it an all-star yeah, album? Yeah, well, there's a few of them, oh, and then nice. they just mixed up the Vihishe um, uh, Is it a brand new one? Yeah, I mean, all it's right. the, uh, you know, it's the classic Vihishe I understand, but, but done in Uncle Maishi style. You got it. All right, so let's, you know, here's what we're going to do. Is, and by the way, is it available? Is it in the stores yes. already? Okay. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play one selection from the brand new Pesach with Uncle Maishi and the Mitzvah Men. 
singing the favorite Pesach classics and, of course, all the brand-new hits for Passover. And I like the vacuum cleaner on the back. Very cute. Thank you. Uh, oh, on the front as well. And then we'll come back and we will discuss how busy Uncle Maishu will be this Holomite Pesach. That's the plan. And also our friends from Kosher Innovations, they're going to be calling in. You have a special relationship with them. Yes. I'm wondering if that Uncle Maishu toothbrush is a popular item. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Word. Don't give away anything I'm yet. Don't say a word. We're going to find out. If it's worth it to slap Uncle Maishi out to some product or not, <laughs> that's where that's we're going to find out. <laughs> Is that a good idea to take Uncle Maishi and uh, toss him onto a, onto a... He's been on what? He's been on vitamins? Right. Was he on pizza once or not? Was he ever on a pizza or am I wrong? A frozen pizza? Uncle um, Maishi? Yes. He was on a frozen yes. pizza. That's still around or not? I don't think so. You wouldn't know. I mean, I would know. I don't. I believe not. You charge the five million dollar licensing fee and you move on. You wouldn't know about what's going on <laughs> in the stores. Simple as that, right? Um, <laughs> I believe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When, when yeah. do you? I always had a question. When yeah. do you brush your teeth with the new toothbrush? Oh, Is, right. So here's the tradition. Even going back before I had my own family. Okay. I believe we've continued it uh, ever since uh, we've had our own kids. Um, after you finish eating chametz, that is the final brushing of the teeth with the old toothbrush. It is then disposed, and then after that, from from that point henceforth, you would use the new toothbrush. I guess in this case it would be Monday noontime. You'd use the new new toothbrush. Although the flip side to that, right, is that the last time that you brush. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me hear. You're still chametz. Very deep dig. I never (laughs) thought. Should I change the whole thing now? That, the whole strategic move for Monday afternoon? Should I change it? Maybe you have to have two toothbrushes. Like oh, the, the, so the, the, first you start with the right, Hummus toothbrush. Right. Then the second half right. of that brushing should be Pesach Dick toothbrush. Whew. Thank you. You know, after all these years, I'm going to have something to answer for in heaven. I will, I will have not utilized the double toothbrush method during the ending time of eating chavitz. Brand new Pesach with Uncle Maishi at JM in the AM. Every day. 
Hashem promised that He will always protect His special children, the Jewish people, in each and every generation, against anyone who rises against us. J.M. and the A.M. Uncle Maishi from the brand new Pesach with Uncle Maishi just released. Ding is not so upset that the Rolling Stones concert in Tel Aviv is Matzishvuis. You seem to be all right with that. I'm okay. It seems to be making big news how uh, people are upset since, that uh, you know since uh, he, he needs so much money these days, right? Because who's the he? Uh, oh, Mick yeah. Jagger, you know, because he doesn't. Uh, Tickets sold out and tickets sold out faster than Hask. What do you say to that? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Uh, David Usher Katz and Meryl Goldman being married tonight in Baltimore, Maryland. Help me uh, wish them a Mazel Tov. Okay. David Usher Katz, Meryl mazel Goldman, Mazel Tov to you from all of us here at JM. I'm in talking the about Mazel Tov. Yeah. What do you got? How about Mazel Tov to the Lewin family from Teaneck, Dr. Lewin, Mazel Tov, daughter Devora, got married this past Monday. Mazel Tov. Beautiful wedding. You were there. Who was the band? I was there. Freilich was there. Nice. And uh, Shlemy Daskal sang. Hmm. Beautiful wedding. FMO. Done very well. There you go. Oh, and tonight, the Webbers and Dembitzers have a big wedding going Correct. on in Brooklyn. Penny. Mazal Tov to them. Yeah, yes. Penny. That's right. So Mazal Tov to them. Boy, oh boy. Amazing. A lot of people out there are celebrating. Uh, JM and the M. All right. Our friends from Kosher Innovations are going to join us. Ding is here in studio. Uh, but before we do anything else, I just want to run through for a moment some of the things that uh, Uncle Maishi has going on this whole, excuse me, this whole hamoid. You have to admit, Ding. Yes. As usual, very yeah. busy man, Uncle Maishi. <laughs> as usual. Hey. If you don't work on Pesach, <laughs> close up shop. That's the week, huh? <laughs> if you had to say one week that if you're not getting work. That, it, and, yeah, I would agree. Hanukkah, like Burma. Sukkis? Yeah, Sukkot, sure. Nachama? Nah. Yom Atzmoot? 
Not so much. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> the Pesach Funtacular is happening in Brooklyn, New York, Muncie, New York, and Passaic, New Jersey. Imagine that. A new one, Passaic. Say it again? A new, a new, a new venue. Uncle Mike, he's never been to Passaic? No, he has, but like, you know, Chalamoy, like giving the uh, people of Clifton, uh, you know, instead of having to make them schlep to Brooklyn or five, five towns. You're, you're so kind. What do you do for people? The Pesach Funtacular presented by Shirenu includes Uncle Maishi and Cousin Nachum in their only New York City appearance, Miami Boys Choir. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uncle Maishi with Miami? Correct. I like that. Yeah. The Twins from France, who you claim are still very popular. Yeah. The Amazing Frisbee Dogs, who you've seen or you've never seen? I've never seen. You've never seen them? I've seen dogs. I've seen Frisbees. You're going to go nuts do. when you see this act. And the Yesh Tikva Amechad Man, Ari Goldwag, is going to be on the bill as well. Plus outdoor rides, carnivals, games, food, all there at Brooklyn College on the College Plaza. And two shows, Thursday, Cholomoy, that's noon and 2.30. So number one, get ready for that. Then Muncie, New York. We'll have the Pesach Funtacular with Miami and Uncle Maishi and the twins from France up at the Ramapo High School on Viola Road in two shows on Friday. Cholamoid. And you claim it's a great venue. You say it's a nice place. That uh, It's very nice. You've never been there? Up at Ramapo. I have been there. Don't accuse me of not being there, Ding. I've been there. <laughs> and the Pesach Funtacular, as we said, comes to Passaic, New Jersey, the Passaic Clifton area on Sunday Cholamoid. That's Erev Yontif, Sunday Cholamoid with Uncle Maishi. Miami, the Gizmo guys. Gizmo guys. You've seen them before. Yes. Uh, that's happening at Columbus Middle School, Sunday, Cholamoid, April the 20th, starting at 12.30 p.m. Phone number for all of this, 718-513-8717. 718-513-8717. If you want info, you can go to jewishtickets.com. They have tickets for all of these events that we have outlined. All right, give me another new one off of the Pesach with Uncle Maishi, and then we'll get to our friends from Kosher well, Innovation. This is one that's never been on a CD, Ooh. but it's uh, actually on the uh, Pesach hear. DVD, which came out two years ago. Mm. Afi Komen. The Afi Komen song. No trouble finding this song, uh, huh, Ding? <laughs> You're really shocked today. I certainly am. I got an extra half hour of sleep last night. All right, we are not hiding this song. We are, we are, we are letting everybody enjoy it. Wow. The Afi Coben song of the brand new Pesach with Uncle Moishi. We introduce our friends from Kosher Innovations next. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, JM and the AM dot ORG. The part I love the most about the Pesach Seder is hiding the afikoman. One year, the children hid the afikoman in the freezer. Boy, was that a cool afikoman. Doesn't see it disappear. I took it, I grabbed it, 
The Afi Komen song. Brand new Pesach with Uncle Moishi. Enjoy it. There is a frog song, by the way. Don't worry. It's there on the CD. When I interview a legend like Ben Sion Schenker, you have to be listening. You can't not listen on a day that uh, Ding just revealed to me that he was not listening on Tuesday when the great Ben Sion Schenker was here. When, when a historic conversation like that takes place, you have to be listening. Appreciate an email beforehand. <laughs> there was an email. Are you on our list? You got our uh, newsletter on no. our list? You gotta get that. Is there an email? Yeah, every week that tells you what's going on. And you send out blasts? Yeah, every Monday. Do you people advertise on it? They certainly do. Uh, thank you for telling me. Boy, oh boy, did we discover this on the air? <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um anyway, so do, are you the type to go to the archives and listen to a show or not? Do you sure. ever, Okay, so Tuesday. Ben Sionshanker, you'll love it. <laughs> you believe me, yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you're shocked. You're shocked that I actually believe that you, right. that, that you go to the archives and listen. Thanks a lot. Sure. Uh, that's it. I'm shutting your microphone off. But I'm turning on Moshe Orzak's microphone. Moshe Orzak is, a, is an innovator, Ding. He is an innovator, to say the least. Any cool item you see that directly relates to the way we live in our interesting world of uh, observant Judaism... Moshe Orzak is behind it. Kosher Innovations is the name of his company. I think the most famous thing they have is, of course... The Kosher the Shabbos Lamps. Right, the Kosher Lamps. That would be the most famous thing. And he's out with a whole brand new uh, line. And Uncle Maishi is involved in one of the things he's doing. So we're going to discuss all this with him this morning. Moshe Orzak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good to be here. It is great to have you on. We're sitting here debating... How unbelievable each one of your products is off the year. You should hear the discussion that's going on. Do you do you do focus groups? Like, do you actually put together? Or you're your own focus group because you know what the Jewish world needs. We actually did no, but there are times where we're not sure about a color right. or a size, and we've actually done uh, something called monkey surveys. Interesting. Yeah, so we send it out, and we do get our uh, 
focus results. So when I hold in my hand the brand new collapsible washing cup, it's blue for a reason. Blue, Israel, Jewish. Right. Is that a focus group result? Or that's your. <laughs> no, no, that was ours. And hope, hope, hopefully we called it right. Now, to me, of all the stuff I was sent, and there's a lot of great stuff in this box, and I thank you, and we'll talk about everything. But to me, this was the coolest thing. It's a takeoff on the famous camping washing cup. I'm sure you remember that from the old days. And you, and you know one of the biggest problems out there is that uh, when people want to wash, they're on the road, especially Cholomoy. They, they're on the road. They'd like to, you know, they'd like to wash. They'd like to keep the tradition, not rely on all the leniencies. They need a washing cup. And this is actually a collapsible washing cup, the real size, et cetera, et cetera. I cannot believe that in the last 30 years nobody thought of this. You know what I mean? I, I wish I could I could remember all the stories we've we've heard about people saying the very same thing about every one of our products. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of that. But the kosher it's like just a basic item. But the kosher lamp is so innovative and revolutionary that I don't know if someone would say, Oh, I should have thought of it. I think that's something that yeah, but this is like a real aha moment. Like, why didn't I think of that? A collapsible washing cup. Is this out, by the way? Like, is this something that's in the stores already or it, not? It will be in the stores, God willing, by Monday. Okay, so look for that, folks. The collapsible... Just on time for Chalamoid. Exactly. That's when people need it. Uh, Maisha Orzek... When you, go, when you go to the park, when you go to the ball game you were talking about, uh, it's great. Yeah, ding. Now when you're sitting at the home Met game that's great. during Chalamoid, you actually could wash. You don't have to. You don't have to figure out a leniency how to eat that matzah pizza. Now you could actually wash and and you know and use the washing cup. Good idea. I don't know if they'll allow it in the ballpark. What do you think? <laughs> maybe they can. They, they, maybe they can strike a deal with the Costa concession. That's a great. That's stadium. a great idea. Set up a booth. Set up a booth. <laughs> now there's something. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> there you go. I like that idea. That's a lot. only if there's going to be people going to the Yankee games. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I can tell you is that the stadium personnel find a reason not to allow anything into the ballpark. So it's going to be a battle no matter what. Now you've created. We discussed this last time you were on. Uh, you created a kosher clock. And this is interesting for a two-day yuntif because people wonder, you know, if I have an alarm clock that goes off the first day, what am I going to do about getting up for Ashkama Minyan the second day? So tell everybody how you solved this problem. Well, basically, again, to, to, to um, reiterate on the problem, if you want to get up at two different times. Right. Or in the afternoon. Uh, what do you do? Right. Right? You can use two different clocks, theoretically, but each clock will go off each day at the same time. So we created um, a kosher clock that will allow you to set over a seven-day period, whatever time you want. There are ten different alarms on there. You can have ten you alarms on that day. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was saying to Ding that there, he's looking at the clock right now. There are ten alarms on there, uh, Ding. You could set the entire yuntif and not worry about anything. Talking about getting up, it's pretty early today. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what to say, huh? Uh, yeah, so that, that's a very, very uh, practical and helpful item, to say the least. And by the right, way, and, and, by, and keep, the, the alarm... Sorry, keep, keep in mind that um, not only do you then set the time for when you want, for whatever day you want, but it'll only ring for a minute. 60 seconds. So that uh, no one else is going to be annoyed by it. There's no snooze button on that one. No, but with 10, actually what I do is, let's say I've got to get up at 6 a.m., I will set it for 5.45 and 6 o'clock. 
so it'll wake me up at 5.45, and I've got my own built-in snooze, because oh. it'll ring again at 6. Of course, you could set multiple alarms. You know what oh. this is fantastic for? What? To, all those people who go away for Pesach to hotels? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is great. Exactly. And yeah. if you notice, it's called Kosher Clock 3. One of the reasons it's got the three on there is because it's got three different um, modes, so that if you pull out the inner piece and put it back in, you can have it where the snooze button is available, and that's the weekday mode, and the buttons are available. You turn it around, and all you've got visible is the time so that uh, you cannot press any of the buttons. They're hidden. And if you're going to go away for Pesach or any other time, you can turn it around so that everything is protected and it doesn't get damaged while you're traveling. Unbelievable. I have a question. Go ahead. Did anybody think like kosher clock, like it's kosher, and they try eating it? An edible clock, you're saying? Right, right. I don't think so. I don't, no. think, I don't think Moshe was worried about that. Oh, well, okay. I, I, I hear feedback all the time, and I have not heard anybody <laughs> call me and tell saying I'm calling from the, I'm calling from the hospital. Admit, <laughs> we have had many, many questions about why is it called kosher? Right. Why is the kosher lamp, the Shabbos lamp, called kosher? Right. You know. So yeah, that'll come up. Um, uh, Moshe Orzak is with us, Kosher Innovations. Uh, what's the web address, by the way? Moshe? For a radio interview? I thought of that this morning. What's the web address I'm asking for your company? Oh, the web. I'm sorry. I thought you said the <laughs> <laughs> address code. No, no. Yeah, it is kosherinnovations.com. Uh, simple as that. And all the things as we're simple as that. All the things we're talking about this morning are up there? Uh, yes, they all are. By the way, that's a great recommendation for someone running a Pesach program who wants to give a little enhancement. They should buy hundreds of kosher clocks. They put should. One, put one in each room. That would be cool. They should. Oh, and kosher lamps. That would also be a good... They do. Like, wait, they, they have hotels. There are hotels that have a kosher lamp yes. in every room? Yes. They, I don't know if they have it in every room, but they're... Most sure am I wrong? Are there not people No, that, no, absolutely. There are hotels that will put them in, make them available... I mean, and uh, for certainly for for Pesach, when people pay a lot of money to go away for their eight days, sure. we have had hotels that have um, but that if, have bought the lamps from us, and they just give it away as a um, yeah. But if not, you just bring it bring as it a basket gift. We bring you know my wife brings brings it, it along. Sure, and the she kids, packs it for sure, and the kids also. Boy, I mean, then your good. wife will be thrilled to know that we hope within a few months to have a uh, travel kosher lamp that's uh, much smaller and lighter. Cool. It's LED and easier to uh, to carry. Boy, oh, boy. Cool. This, this guy's smaller. working all day long. Look at this thing. Hey, yeah. Moshe, you know, I hate to tell you, but every Friday, you know you know what I do to my refrigerator every single Friday? I actually turn, you, I actually, exactly. I actually turn off the bulb. Because I saw your kosher fridge ease, and I'm saying to myself, all right, wait a second. Can't I just continue to turn off the bulb? Tell everybody why the kosher fridge ease is an even easier way to handle the Shabbos problem. That is, uh, again, a very personal thing that, that, that I went through, that um, for whatever reason, my wife didn't like the idea of having to turn the bulb back on right. or turn it off if I wasn't available. But putting on the fridges is, is something that uh, she found, sure, that's real easy. And uh, basically what it does is it uh, holds down the knob 
that would otherwise turn the light on when you open up the fridge. Unbelievable. And it works with Velcro and very easy to remove. So all you got to do is... suddenly the wives are behind it. So all you got to do is just literally take a second and put it on on Friday. It's a real turnoff. Exactly. <laughs> Ding says it's a real turnoff. <laughs> All right, so we've yes, solved the is. we've solved the refrigerator light problem. Uh and and then in this whole big box of goodies that you sent me, Shabbos toothwash because I assume that uh because most people would not use toothpaste on Shabbos, you created something that is acceptable, right? Exactly. All right. And a Shabbos toothbrush, and Shabbos toothbrush means, explain why it's a Shabbos toothbrush. Well, again, there's various halachas that most people will, will hold by, and one is shechita, where you, um, you shouldn't be squeezing. And the, tooth, the Shabbos toothbrush has got um, plastic bristles that are far enough apart that you are not uh, squeezing the water. I would that, love, I would love to have heard. Ahead. I would have loved to have heard the conversation between you and the posek who helped you create this. <laughs> it, must, it must have been intriguing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it, it's it's just one of those things. Why didn't I think of that? Well, right. we recognize the problem, and then say, all right, fine. What are we going to do? What are we going to do about it? So one of the issues we had to do was the the far apart, far enough apart bristles so that the liquid doesn't uh, get absorbed into the bristles and is not squeezed out. Is your Shabbos tooth wash kosher Pesach? Absolutely. And that's in Absolutely. the stores? That's in the stores and on the website? That's on the website and in the stores, exactly. And, and the uh, Sorry, I was just going to say that um, another halachas uh, where where you have to be careful about bleeding. Right. And again, by using the uh, the plastic bristles that we do, we are not. Um, you wouldn't be squeezing it so that um, blood would be would be generated. So in between both of those, the the Shabbos toothbrush, and it's great. You were talking earlier about when is the last time you're going to brush your teeth <laughs> right. with your toothbrush. Right. <laughs> so now what you do is you've got this other one sitting right there, ready to take over. That's for, for sure. For Yom for Shabbos. That's for sure. Huh? And, and then what you do is you just continue using it on Shabbos. And uh, you're off to the races. There you go. Uh, Lou Orzak, or I should say Moshe Orzak, I apologize, with us live via telephone on a Thursday morning. Kosherinnovations.com is the website. And uh, we'll talk about Uncle Maishi in a moment. Ding just came up with a um, with a problem that you have not yet solved. And I thought maybe I could run it by you. You ready? The Yankees? Absolutely. No. Uh, he says the price of Shmuramats is very high. <laughs> what can you do about that, huh? <laughs> Kosher well, the rabbis would tell me it's to bring the price down. <laughs> And finally, I hold in my hand a regular, I guess what we would call a weekday toothbrush, a regular toothbrush. But what's unique about this is that only Kosher Innovations has slapped the Uncle Maishi logo and caricature onto its toothbrush. Ding, what do you think? Looks pretty good, huh? Amazing. Pretty cool. Uh, is this is this Uncle Maishi toothbrush for kids available out there in our stores? Yes, it's available in all the Judaica stores and the... Uh... Drug in the stores. food stores and the drug stores, yes, it's available. Uh, what was it like paying a five million dollar licensing fee to Ding? That must have been uh, a very difficult negotiation, I would bet. <laughs> well, knowing he's going to share it uh, right. with his family and give away a lot of tzedakah was my pleasure. There we actually go. have a, a mutual f- close friend, yeah. 
Zale. Ah! Mr. Zale's the best. Moshe is the president of the show that Zale, uh, that's, what's that called? The Village Show? Is that what it's the called? The Village Show, yeah. It's part of Asia Torah. Hey, yeah. Moshe, do us a favor. First yeah. day on Tiff, give Zale an Olya. Come on. Get, make sure he has an Olya <laughs> the first day. Do us a favor. I beg It'll you. be really, really difficult to do because he's going to spend Pesach with his dad in, in Yerushalayim. Oh, okay. Maybe you can call the shul in Jerusalem and take care of that. <laughs> I will do that in your name. I'm sure they'll agree. Yeah, Ding will take care of the uh, contribution to the shul. Trust me. Uh, JM in the AM, kosherinnovations.com. Maisha Orzak says, hey, check out the site. Check out the products. Uncle Maisha is a part of his toothbrushing experience uh, the Shabbos tooth wash, the Shabbos toothbrush, the kosher clock, the kosher lamp, the collapsible washing cup, the fridge ease. Anything else I'm leaving out, by the way, Marsh? Absolutely. For Pesach, one of the most right behind Shmur Matzah is lettuce that we have to eat. Right. You sell and lettuce? You've got to really be careful when you're uh, eating and washing the lettuce to make sure that there's not, no, no goodies on there. Wait a second. So we've got the buck checker. Kosher Innovations has created a bug checker. You never saw that? How does it work? It's a light. Uh, it is a light board, a portable light board, that um, instead of holding the lettuce in your hands, above your head, uh, to see if there's any, uh, any, if there's see, to see if there are any bugs on there, and you get the, the light from the ceiling and the water dripping down your arms, you put this lettuce onto this board, and it will shine through <clears throat> it'll shine through the lettuce and, and, and other vegetables and t- warn you if there's anything on there after you've washed the lettuce. Unbelievable. And that's called the bug checker. The bug checker. There's no confusion about what it does, right? <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, unless it has to do with surveillance, audio stuff, you're correct. Uh, there he is, uh, Kosher Innovations, Maisha Orzak. Uh, check out all this stuff. Very interesting. Uh, check you, it out. I get it. Check it out. Check it out. Get it. Yeah. Uh, you're making life easier Let for us. people who uh, who already have the uh, challenges of uh, getting through Shabbos and Yontif and all the different things that uh, that we have to do. Uh, that, is our mi- <laughs> that is our mission statement. And I cannot tell you how many emails we get from people who've thanked us, specifically using the kosher lamp as an example, that that allowed them to make the final step to becoming uh, Shomer Shabbat because they just weren't prepared to give up reading or, or whatever, and this, this allowed them to uh, read when they want and go to sleep when they want. Unbelievable. There's a great story I heard about um, a lady who... Um, after a few years, decided that she would uh, kosher her home, and uh, the rabbi and, and the rabbis came over and clean, cleaned everything up with them. And on the way out, the rabbi uh, saw some chiclets in a, in, a, in, a, in a basket. Right. And he said, you know, those chiclets are not kosher. They're going to have to go. And the lady said, in that case, cancel the whole, um, the whole deal. I'm not giving up my chiclets. So the example we use is everything... Um, everybody has their chiclets, and we try to replace those chiclets with something so that they can't proceed. And if people think carefully, there's always something in your life, a small little something that you consider very, very hard to give up. It's a great example you're giving us. Maisha, Chag Kasher V'Sameach to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Continue your amazing work. We always like to say continue your amazing work on behalf of the Jewish people. In your case, that's a very accurate statement. You have all of us in mind when you go to the drawing board and think of a new product. So thank you. 
Thank you very much. The very best of both of you. Chag Kasher V'Sameach. Ding is here. The brand new CD is entitled Pesach with Uncle Maishi at JM in the AM. All ten makos that Hashem sent to Mitzrayim were terrible for King Paro. Let me tell you about some of them that really made Paro mad. In one of the makos, King Paro woke up with frogs under his cover. He had frogs in his mouth, in his shirt, frogs in his shoes, and even in his bathtub. Those frogs were everywhere. One morning, Paro woke in his bed. There were frogs on his bed and frogs on his head. Frogs on his nose and frogs on his toes. Frogs here, frogs there. Frogs were jumping everywhere. One morning, Kiparo woke in his bed. There were frogs on his bed and frogs on his head. Frogs on his nose and frogs on his toes. Frogs here, ribbit. Frogs there, ribbit. Frogs were jumping We were punished again and again No, 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 I will not let them go No, 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 I will not let them go Listen, oh listen, oh listen, Kiparo Listen, please listen, let my people go We work so hard each day, we want to go away Paro, King Paro, what? No, 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 I will not let them go. No, 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 I will not let them go. Tra-la-la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Tra-la-la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem who set our nation free will serve until eternity. Aha! To blood. Frogs were everywhere. Lice that came from mud. Wild animals here and there. A plague that left them dead. Boils that spread and spread. Hell and fire and ice. And the locusts ate the rice. Darkness wasn't fun. And the last one was the death of every firstborn son. Tra-la-la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem, who set our nation free, will serve until eternity. Tra-la-la, we sing with glee of this great nation history. Hashem, who set our nation free, will serve until eternity. Aha! Aha! Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Ay, 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 ay. Pajamas in the middle of the night. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Paro in pajamas in the middle of the night. Ay, 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 ay. Where is Moshe? I think he's over there, King Cairo. No, I need him right away. It's important. Paro mi pijama be en Ay, 
Russia. Right now. with pajamas in the middle of the night. 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 Excuse me, Jewish person. One of the great classics from Uncle Maishi. It's included in the brand new Pesach with Uncle Maishi and the Mitzvah Men. Ding of Suki and Ding visiting us this morning at JM and the AM. You think he was really wearing pajamas? Don't ask why, but I was reading a uh, a book recently about um, with the with the with the Shabbos lamp about the le- no 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 okay. about the leader of Egypt from 1500 BCE. Okay, King Tut. It was not King Tut. Okay, it was a woman who declared herself Pharaoh, and I cannot remember uh, <laughs> I can't remember her name. <laughs> Mrs. Pharaoh. With an H. Come on, oh, come on, all you ninth graders out there, who is it? <laughs> the, fa- the famous uh, Hep uh, Hep something. Hepshots, I think. Okay, what made you think about that? Anyway, so I'm reading this book, and right. and nowhere did they mention whether the pharaoh uh, wore pajamas at night or not. Right. Nowhere did they mention that. A lot of details there. Trust me, there's a lot of details, <laughs> which I'm sure was shocked about, that we know so much about what happened in 1500 BCE, but nothing about the uh, the PJs. <laughs> what can I tell you? I always think of the... Alan Schoenfeld told yeah. me they're giving out Legendary Destinations uh, PJs to each guest. <laughs> So every, everyone gets a special set. That's a joke, by the way, folks. Don't expect it when you walk into the hotel. You were saying, I'm sorry. No, nothing important. Nothing important? Dig, no. everything you say is important. People hang on your every word when you come, come to JM and the AM. Not important. Uh, uh, if you go to jewishtickets.com, you can get information about the ultimate Pesach Funtacular. Shirenu presents Uncle Maishi, Miami, the twins from France, the Amazing Frisbee Dogs, Ari Goldwag, Outdoor Rides, Carnival Games, Food on College Plaza, Brooklyn College, Thursday, Cholamoid, and two shows, noon and 2.30. That is one fun-tacular ding, to say the least. Then, yes. in Muncie, New York, Erev Shabbos Cholamoid, up at the Ramapo High School with Uncle Maishi, Cousin Nachum, Miami Boys, and the Twins from France. And then, Pase Clifton gets a show on Sunday, Erev Yuntif. The sixth day of Pesach with Uncle Maishi, Miami Boys, the Gizmo Guys at the Columbus Middle School on, I think it's Piaget Avenue. Is that how you pronounce Ooh, very it? Very good. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. It's either Piaget or, or Piaget Avenue in <laughs> Clifton, Passaic area, yeah. Sunday, Cholamoid, starting at 12.30 p.m. Information about all of this, jewishtickets.com or dial 718 718-513-8717, 718-513-8717. One seven. The person who lives in Bergen County, you're recommending they go to the Muncie show on Friday or the Passaic show on Sunday, Cholamoid. Which one? Mm, got a GPS it and see which one is which one's closer. You have right? no recommendation. You want to guess which is closer? I don't know. You know Muncie. Uh, actually, you know I would say I would say that uh, that Passaic is closer. It's closer to Bergen County. Passaic, I would say, let's say from Teaneck. Right. From Teaneck to Psaic, I'd say it's 22, 23, 4 minutes, something like and that. And to Ramapo? And to Ramapo, I'd say it's about a half an hour. Uh, so Psaic's going to win out when it comes to the Bergen County crowd, you're saying? I would think so. Fascinating thing. 
Not so. I like how you've <laughs> not so fascinating. I like how you've thought all this out. Which was closer to Teaneck, Colrina or Colrina Bays? Which was closer? Colrina Bays. Bays was closer. The, right. Bays was in what city? Officially. Oh, that's a good question. Was it open too? I think only two, right? Uh, two tops. I would definitely not more than two. It was for girls. How do you know that it was closer than Colrina? If you don't know what city it was in. No, it was it was up that road. It was very close by. You're saying to the other camp because if you went to Corina, regular Corina, you got off at exit 96. Right. But if you went to Corina Base, you got off at 97. There you go. That was even before GPS. <laughs> now, now we know why you think Bays was closer. It, the, the numbers bear it out. <laughs> you can't argue with statistics. Have you been to Bays recently? Have you driven by to see the campus? I haven't been to. I haven't been to in at least twenty years. Wow, well, they miss you up there. Trust me. What is there now? Is it? Is it I don't. Still, know. I, I wouldn't see the ship camp or something. Like I that? don't know. I don't know. You could ask me a thousand times. I have no idea. Where are you for Yomtiv? Uh, so you're going to hear in a minute where I am for Yomtiv because Alan Schoenfeld's going to join us now that we've completed the. Should we go to Tina? Should we go to Muncie or to uh, or to Passaic? Alan Schoenfeld is with us live via telephone, what we call a last-minute reminder for legendary destinations. You want to know where I'll be? I'll be in uh, the Westin in Cape Coral, Florida. Nice. Sir Ding. Nice. Um, have soda there? I don't get it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I, get, I love the inside jokes. Alan, are they serving soda down at legendary destinations? We're serving soda, vodka, wine, tequila, anything you want. Is there a Kushla Pesach vodka? Yes, there is potato vodka. Wow. Are you having vodka over Yontif or no? I don't, not. Now that you found out there's a Kosher Pesach one, it's not going to inspire you to have some? My, uh, so vices. you're saying that if I'm sitting at a table, right. uh, Alan, if I'm sitting at a table and I'm dying for a bottle of soda, <laughs> you're telling me that you will provide it? A hundred percent. See, Ding Coke, and I, Diet Coke, you name it. Ding and I have had interesting Pesach and Sukkot experiences over the years. And on one specific occasion, we were sitting in a hotel, dying for a bottle of soda, and it was any soda. <laughs> any, we were taking anything at that point, and for whatever reason, the uh, proprietor would not provide soda uh, uh, that yuntiv. So that's why we I'm, that's why we're focusing uh, on that this morning. I'm happy to hear that you finally decided to join a program Ooh. that is going to have everything you want and Ooh. everything the guests want. Alan taking a shot at all the other Pesach programs. <laughs> we'll be at Legendary Destinations, everybody, starting on uh, Sunday, the 13th of April, uh, joined by uh, our friends Eighth Day and Soul Farm and Freddie Roman and magician Ben Cohen and Steve Bill, Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, Dr. Noam we- Rabbi Dr. Noam Weinberg, who's leading the entire program. It is a wonderful Weston Hotel in Cape Coral, Florida, about 40 minutes from Fort Myers, begins on Sunday, April the 13th. Alan Schoenfeld, for months, has been guaranteeing an amazing Pesach. And today, you're ready to say to everybody out there that if they want to make last-minute reservations, you're ready to speak to them today, right, Alan? A hundred percent. We still have a couple of suites left. We're ready to give some last-minute specials to some guests so we could actually leave for Florida on Sunday knowing that everything is taken care of, every guest has been taken care of, anybody who wishes to join our program, there's still a few rooms left. Are you doing the, uh, if there'll be space available, are you going to allow people to come down once the Sturm are over for uh, a Cholamoid Thursday, you know, and for the rest of Yunta from that point forward? 
Yes, because we do have some big families that have people coming just the first days or just the second days. So we can accommodate some guests to come Thursday after Yontif to stay to the end of, through Shabbos to the end of Yontif. We have availability if people want to come from for Shabbos through the end of Yontif. Right. And we still have some availability for the first days for the Sedarim. Phone number for information. You can speak to Alan Schoenfeld at Legendary Destinations at 212-971-9750, 212-971-9750. You can go to legendarydestinations.com. It's important to us because this program is a fundraiser for WFMU and JM and the AM. We want it to be as successful as possible. In addition to that, uh, Alan, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that we're actually going to be setting up a makeshift studio we're going to be doing our Erev Pesach show and all the subsequent shows during the Pesach holiday from the Weston in Cape Coral, Florida. I hope you're ready for that, for some JM. I'm ready for it. Some, I'm ready for it. Some JM and the AM action. Excellent. And Excellent. We're very excited to have everybody. Um, everybody's working diligently to make sure that every guest request submit and that every single guest has what they need the day they get there. You know what, Alan? Masha's working diligently. David's working diligently on the food. Everything's going really beautifully. David's heading down Sunday. I'm heading down Sunday. Masha's heading down on Monday. We're all crossing our T's, making sure there's enough towels in the rooms, <laughs> hangers in the rooms. Whatever people need, we're going to make sure they have it. Which it, airport do you fly in? Fort Myers. Uh-huh. You know what uh, Alan said to me the first time he was here, which is like four months ago? Mm-hmm. Nachum, you wake up 4.30 in the morning to do the radio show, and you need a kosher Pesach omelet, or right. gonna, we're going to make sure you have it. Yeah, but do you have kosher lamps? That's the <laughs> 4.30 in the morning, an omelet thing. For that alone, with you a should, glass of soda. With, with a, a glass, glass of soda. <laughs> For that alone, you should come down to the Weston and Cape Coral. Come on. And you get the egg any way you want it? Any way you any want way it, Alan? Any way you want it. Okay. Ding. Can't beat that. I'm going to be expecting a visit from you at some point. <laughs> a little pop-in visit on one of those days of Cholavoid to come sell. Where are you going for, for Pesach? What state will you be in? I will be in New Jersey. New Jersey. He'll be in the Garden State, Alan. What do you think of that? I think that's great. I, I really hope you have the 80-degree, sunny, beautiful Ooh. weather Ooh. every day that we Dig. do. Dig, he's taking shots at you. How that's do you like okay. that? That's okay. <laughs> we have a mutual friend also. That's right. And by the way, Steve Bill. You know, I don't even know if you realize this, Alan, because it's not your department. Ding was instrumental in uh, in some of the things that are going to be going on at Legendary Destinations this Yontif. Really? He's, How? He's certainly... He, I'm good he, friends with Steve Bill. He's good friends with Steve Bill, and... Me too. One of the gr- Bill and I are buddies for a long time. One of the great acts. Not as long as me. One of the, one of the great. <laughs> let's fight about it. One of the great acts that will be down at Legendary Destinations was set up by the one and only Ding. So we thank him. Thank you, Ding. Thank you thank for helping you. us. Thank, thank you, Ding. You, thank you. Thank let's you. send them an omelet with a glass of soda. Come on, it's the least we can do. Come on, Alan. No problem. I will FedEx an omelet to you on <laughs> Thursday. You'll have it Friday morning. Alan Schoenfeld wants to speak to anybody who wants last-minute information on Legendary Destinations. should be a lot of fun. I am looking forward to it. Miriam Wallach and her family looking forward to it. It should be a great Pesach down in Florida. 212-971-9750. 212-971-9750. The website, legendarydestinations.com. Thank you, Alan. We'll see you down in the Sunshine State. Looking forward to everybody. Have a great Pesach. Um, and I will see you soon. Bezrat Hashem.
Can't wait to get down there. I, hey, nothing against the uh, state of New Jersey, but I still can't wait well, to get down there. Well, it looks like you, you lucked out this time. Well, thank you very much there, Ding. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's it. You're saying I hit the jackpot. Is that what you're saying, Dave? Well, I have to pay some. You know. I dig you're a classic. <laughs> have you heard this brand new Variations Volume 5 CD? That's have amazing. You, you know, there's some Pesach songs on here. There are really, yeah, there are two, maybe. I see one's called Pesach Time. Pesach Time. What was the other Pesach song called? Did you, do you remember when you heard the album? Yeah. What, what was it called? What did the Rub say? Which one you Which Pesach. one you want to hear? Because I, I want to do some variations, Volume Five. What do you want to hear? You want to hear Pesach time or What did the Rub say? Which one? I'll take What did the Rub say. You like that song? I like it a lot. Yeah. I know the guy who performed it. Name is um, AJ Gold. AJ Gold from Variations Five. This is JM in the AM.
Plus, I'm in Brazil. I heard a fox broke into my house, ate a Salador cookie, which was baked for under 18 minutes. Is it coming or is it not coming? Ding claims it's his favorite song on variations, his favorite Pesach song on variations volume number five. It actually, it was the other one. What, Pesach time? Yeah. <laughs> if it was this one, why would you tell me it's the other one? I don't get that. Excuse me? You're on the air. What'd you say? I said. <laughs> I so which said one is it? Which one? People well, want to know. Which one's really your favorite Pesach song? Does it affair? make any difference? Yes, it makes a difference. I'd like to know. I don't want to go into Yuntif with misinformation, okay? We search and every morsel's gone. Everybody, it's Pesach time. Clean the car yet, thing? Nah. When does that happen? Your kids Sunday do night. Oh, really? The day, yeah. night before Yonder? Yeah, because otherwise you clean it now. You can't eat a whole day a week in the car. <laughs> Who needs Why eat? is that funny? Who needs to eat in the car? Are you joking? You're serious? You can't go a week without eating in a car? <laughs> That's funny. You know? You don't die. I, I don't have a luncheonette to eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't die in your car, do you? No, but it's pretty crummy. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of snacking going on in your car? Well, yeah. Interesting. One year we got we got the new leased car. It must have been, I would say, two bishvat. Right. And I think it was eleven weeks. I think it was eleven weeks till Pesach. And right. I I made a declaration: <laughs> there will not be a. Ah, oh, come on! And we did it. Really? Yeah. Is it that difficult to not eat chametz in the car? I mean, having a drink is one thing that you don't have to worry about. For me, it's difficult. Really? Yep. What's in the car right now? What are you snacking on? Nothing now, but in, nothing in about an hour. There'll <laughs> be something in the car? Oh, for sure. A little breakfast? For sure. It's funny, because if the two of us were standing in front of a group of people, they, right. they would think I'm the one who's eating in the car constantly, and you're the one who's not. Is that funny? Well. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Ding is uh, fit and trim, to say the least. Yeah, right. Unlike myself, who, you know... Uh, just bright. Looks, looks Just bright. <laughs> looks like he's had a little too much when it comes to the three meals per day. All right. We learned something about Ding. Pesach cleaning of the car won't happen until Badika's Chametz night. That's wow. Until right. Badika's Chametz night it won't happen. Wow. In Mansi, or oh, I guess I would assume in Flappers, they have these kids that go around cleaning. Yeah, but they're not doing it the night before Pesach. No. Well, depends how much you pay. I wonder if you could reserve someone you know, for that like, Sunday night. It's like, you know, there's a mitzvah to, to bake chametz. To bake chametz? I mean, to bake matzah. Erepesa, <laughs> right. You know what they charge for that? Right, right. So it's the same thing. If you want your right. car clean, you got to One pay. year, yeah. about 15 years ago, I bought an Erev Pesach matzah. Right. A matzah. Right, one. To use that night at the Seder. Right. And I believe it was 30 bucks. Which is it? Was it the top matzah, the middle matzah? Or the I used it for the middle. Okay. And I think it was uh, 30 bucks. Okay. And that was 15 years ago. One thing about this holiday, it ain't, it ain't inexpensive. I can tell you that much. Well. Your choice. How do we wrap up our Uncle Moishi discussion with which Pesach song off the brand new Pesach with Uncle Moishi? That's a good question. How about Chag Sameach? While you think of that. And whether you and w- when you consider whether you really want to do the Chag Sameach song, I want to remind everybody about Uncle Maishi's schedule for Cholamoid. Correct. Because he'll be in Brooklyn, he'll be in Muncie, and he'll be in Passaic. Correct. 
and uh, together with the Twins from France, together with Miami Boys Choir. I commended your rabbi when I saw him at the Golding Bar Mitzvah. Uh, I said, I cannot believe that you're able to get away from Pesach. One of the few shul rabbis that I know who's away from Pesach. Oh, that rabbi. Yeah, I most, thought you were talking about the other rabbi. Yeah, most rabbis do not go away for Pesach. Yeah, but that's probably the only time that he goes away. Oh, really? That's the yeah. only week of the year? Yeah. Wow. And believe me, <laughs> I'm sure there are people in the show that are, that are upset. Of course. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> one, thing you'll it funny. Fi- one thing you'll find in the show, people upset about anything and everything. Amazing. Every Amazing. <laughs> that's and, for sure. and people actually think, I'm not talking about this case, but right. in general, like that, you know, that if you pay your $360 a year, you own the rabbi. Right. I, I love it. Correct. I love it. Right. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. What do you mean you didn't pick up the phone? <laughs> uh, no question about it. It's a tough job. You know, I grew up the son of a rabbi. You know Correct. That. So Correct. I know it's a difficult job. Correct. I saw firsthand. But it's become it's become much more difficult. Because, oh, that's true. That's true. It is because tougher, when right? you have all the technology right. and, and the phone, and right. then right, I would say rabbi should be smart and not get a cell phone. Right. At least they, one of the yeah. But then if you're if he's not accessible, they're going to start going to other rabbis and, and demanding that they, another rabbi come into the shul and all that. You know, one of the one of the great one of the episodes of my life that I will never forget My fa- in, in terms of being a rabbi's son my father found out right. now remember I had two older brothers and my father found out when I was nine years old that I had never been to a major league baseball game now my father was not a, <laughs> a sports fanatic <laughs> right. exactly Derek who? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, he's not exactly a sport but he found out he said how is it possible Especially with two older brothers, and they were yeah. much older than me. Right. That you have not been to a major league baseball game? I, I must take you to a game. Right. And I was like, I was, in, I was wow. stunned. What? Okay. Yeah. So he, and, so my younger brother and I. What year was this? Do you remember? 1972. Okay. I can tell you what happened in the game. Reggie Jackson? No, he wasn't a Yankee in 72. Okay. So in fact, Bobby Mercer hit his 100th career home run that game. Okay. And 30 years later, when I met Bobby Mercer. I told him that I was in the stadium that day that of his day, 100th right. home run. Let, let's just say he wasn't exactly impressed. <laughs> Let, let's just say I waited 30 years to tell him that I, he wasn't exactly impressed. He's but not anyway, here anymore. Right? That's right. He's gone. Okay, yeah. So anyway, yeah. growing up as a rabbi's son, right. right? So, so my father says to me and my younger brother, I have to take you to a game. I'm taking you to a game on Labor Day weekend. I think it was the Sunday okay. of Labor Day weekend. So here's what my mother does for the next week. For the next week, my mother right. is preparing my brother and I right. for the fact that on a Sunday morning, it is so likely that my father is He's going to have, have to s- s- uh, do some type of a uh, funeral, funeral right, or an uh, unveiling, uh, some type of simcha that you right. know, pops up at the last right. minute, right. a bris, right? Right? Uh, what was the other one? Uh, something's or an emergency. Okay. Something could happen, and she is preparing us right. up and down the entire time that right. you know, that anything you know this is this is what happens. Anything can happen. I please you know you don't to, get don't get so right, excited. Don't get, don't get your hopes up because you know it's Sunday mornings in a rabbi's life very difficult. And my she father, didn't offer that she would take you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and my father had a major shul. So, you right. know, it's a lot of people that we're talking right. about. And we come Sunday morning. We get to Sunday morning. Right. And the phone rings. No. Okay. And Baruch Hashem, 
we get into the car right. and go to Yankee Stadium right. with my father. Right. And it was just, it, it was unbelievable. And, that, and tell me the truth, because I had the same, not the same experience, but a similar type of, of thing. Like, I remember my first... Oh. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 awe when oh. you walk into the stadium, and, and all in those sudden, days it was right. much more. Right. I had never seen a colored baseball. Right, field. me too. Right. So you walk in and you see the right. grass. You're like, right. what? It, it was an. Un- I'll never forget that. Whitey, un- Whitey Ford and Jim Ballon doubleheader, Sunday doubleheader, my first game in 1964. Wow. wow. Right. I don't know who pitched the day I went, but I do remember they shut out the Texas Rangers, and Frank Howard was traded. Right before the game. Frank or Ron? No, Ron is the mu- movie director. Frank Howard is the <laughs> great slugger. It's like, okay. Yeah. Who, who was traded to the Detroit Tigers, I okay. believe, right before the game. Because we, we felt Texas Rangers will at least right. get to see one good player and, you know. Okay. And Bobby Mercer had its 100th home run. And I'll never forget one other thing. My older brothers got into real trouble, let me tell you. Yeah. Because the seventh inning stretch shows up. Right. And my father says, uh, you guys have to get up. You know, he was a Cubs fan because he was from Chicago. And, or when he got to Chicago after Palestine, and um, and he says you have to you have to get up. It's the middle of the seventh inning, and we look at him and say, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "You have two older brothers, and you don't know what the seventh inning stretch is. <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? Where what what's been what happening? Are you baseball fans? Yeah, I mean, where, where's the education? Where's the chinuch been all these years? Come on. But what did you eat then? There was no kosher then. No, I don't know. We probably brought along a bag of popcorn or something. Who knows? <laughs> So like, they, I don't know how we got into this topic, but uh, there you have it. How do we get into any topic? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so there you have it. The uh, the three performances of the ultimate Pesach Funtacular starring Uncle Maishi in Miami happens at uh, Brooklyn uh, College on uh, Thursday, Cholomoid, the Columbus Middle School on Sunday, Cholomoid, in Passaic, and Friday, Cholomoid, up at Ramapo. Information about all of this, go to jewishtickets.com or dial the phone number 718 513 Eight seven one seven seven one eight five one three eight seven one seven. Ding, well, I thank you. No, I thank you, and I wish you all the best down in Florida. And listen, Ding. Sounds like a great program, really. It sounds thank like you. a super program. And listen to me. Yes. When they bring that bottle of soda to your table, <laughs> you think of me. You have a little lachayim at the Seder during Shulchan Aruch. Where, where I go, has got so much soda and, Baruch Hashem. and wine. Baruch Hashem. There Baruch he is, Hashem. the one and only Ding of Suki and Ding. Brand new CD, Pesach with Uncle Moishi. This is JM in the AM. Chag Kosher Vesameach. Have a happy Kosher Pesach. A matzah bakery is where I will go. I add the water and knead the dough. In 18 minutes, my matzahs are baked. It's time for Pesach, and Pesach is great. I made the moro all by myself. I got the grater from high on the shelf. It was so bitter, I'm sure you know why. After I ate it, it just made me cry.
shopping for gifts and toys. I'll be combing presents for the girls and boys. I got a scooter and a Shabbos vest. I love Pesach, cause Pesach's the best. Good job, talk to you.